I just want to take a moment. I, I'm so honored and privileged to be able to share with you tonight. And I just want to encourage you just for a couple of moments here. I want to talk to you about the path of destiny. Hallelujah. The path of destiny. I think I have that slide. I'm looking for it. it there we go. The path of destiny. Now, I, I need to say, Pastor Phil, that's a big, big topic right there. But I want to specifically talk to you about what it looks like. What it looks like. In Jeremiah 29, 11, you're so familiar with this scripture. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. Here's the good news tonight. God has a plan. He's got a plan for you. There's reason. There's a purpose. There's a purpose that you're here. Let me tell you something. I, I might have been married 40 years, but I'm as excited as I've ever been for the plan of God for my life. Hallelujah. There's a purpose. There's a reason. And let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how discouraging your circumstances might look like. God's plan is at work. Hallelujah. His plan is at work. Psalm 1611 says this. You make known to me the path of life. The path of life. You see, our destiny, God's plan is like a roadway. It's like a roadway. And, and here, I want to put this in, this first image up. This is what we think it looks like. Hallelujah. Where's that first image, my friend? Here we go. Okay, there, hey, there it is. How do you like that right there? We, you know, nice and straight and a little bit downhill. You see it? How about that? Well, he, here's what my path looks like. Where's that next slide? This, here's what my road looks like. Ah, you see all the green grass and the tree. This is, this is my imagination of what my path or the path of life looks like. Amen. That's kind of what we all default to. But here's what I really think God's design is for our path of life here. Uh, can anybody witness right now? To what, maybe what we think it looks like. And, and I want to talk to you specifically. Now, I know most of you like me are getting motion sick just looking at that, aren't you? And I look at all those twists and turns. Oh, my, oh, my. I, do you see some nasty curves up there? Oh, man, the path of destiny. I believe it, it, in God's mind, this is somehow what this looks like. I want to talk to you about these curves. I want to talk to you about these curves. And, oh, my, if you look carefully here, you're, you're going around. And, and I want to tell you, this is a, a classic photo of Mount Tiamen in China. And that road is the road that, 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 believe it or not, leads to heaven's gate. 
heaven's gate. Glory to God. The pathway of destiny. The curves, the turns the, that life comes at us. All of a sudden, we're going one way and wham, bam. I'm spinning around and going in a whole nother direction. And if you look closely up here, some of these turns even looks like you're going backwards. It spins you so much you feel like you're going backwards. Oh, let me talk to you about this just for a moment. God's path, the winding path of destiny, the pathway that we're on. You know, this was no greater illustrated than in Genesis 37 in the life of Joseph. I want you, when you have time, to go back and read the story of, of Joseph's life. It's amazing, and it's a classic illustration of our own life of the challenges that take place. And here's Joseph just has this dream uh, uh, that all his brothers were going to bow down to him and everything. And you talk about living a happy, go lucky life. And then all of a sudden, his brothers get jealous and sell him into slavery. All oh, the twists and turns that happen here. The drama of his life here in Genesis 37, 4 and 5, the scripture says this. When his brothers saw that their father loved them more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. And Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. You see, here's what I want you to understand. God was at work in this very ugly, difficult circumstance of his life. The turn was coming. The twist was coming. And, and oftentimes we think when it involves the negativity of people, somehow God's not in that. Somehow God's not using this. That somehow the path of our destiny is void of difficult situations or negative situations or even people that do difficult things to us. That let us down or you name it. But the truth is this. God was at work in Joseph's life. God was at work in, in because God's plan, where he wanted to take Joseph, was to Egypt, where one day he would be the ruler of the land next to the Pharaoh. Somehow God, in this winding path of our destiny, when the curves come and change things, when all of a sudden we're going in one direction and then something happens. And, and as we read the story of Joseph, there were, he was accused. He was thrown in prison. That it, it goes on and on, these curves. But God has a plan. God's plan never stops. It's always at work as we keep believing him. Amen. His plan is at work. And finally, through all these difficult turns in his life, the difficult turn, the difficult situation, God's at work getting Joseph to his ultimate destiny, to his ultimate place. 
What's the challenge? Often it's not what we think. We think the curves that hit us in life are, are, are things that God can't use. He's not the author of the negativity, but, there, but he uses that to keep moving us. Hallelujah. To keep us going. I remember in, my, in, in the first great curve in my life, in the plan of God for my life, when I graduated college and, and my plan, my goal was to be the youth pastor at this church. I was so excited about it and prayed and had the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I knew this is what God had for me. And I met with the pastor, and the pastor, praise the Lord, agreed with me. I was graduating from university, and he said, Phil, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I believe the Lord's called me into the ministry, and he wants me to serve by you, and I'm supposed to be your youth pastor. And he looked at me, and he said, fantastic, I, I agree. I think that's your, the call of your life. That's the next step for you. I said, Hallelujah. I went home and told my wife all about it, and she was excited. We immediately went out and, and, and rented a new apartment, and we're moving in and everything. And the pastor said, Phil, I'm going to a, a, a national board meeting. We've got to submit all the hires there. He said, I'm sure it'll be fine. And, and I, as soon as I get back, we'll discuss your pay. Glory to God. <laughs> we'll discuss your pay. And I remember just walking out into, into the street in front of my home going, thank you, God. You're so good. This is so wonderful. And we put it, we signed the lease and we we're moving his apartment. And a few days later, the pastor got back from the board meeting and he called me. He said, let's meet, let's talk. I said, here I come. <laughs> and you see, I'm the only, I know I'm the only one that thinks this way, but I had a plan. I had a plan for how it was going to work, what it would look at, look like. I'd pastor the young, I'd pastor, I'd be the youth pastor. I'd work with college students and et cetera. Every Saturday I'd play golf. And every Sunday after church I'd be having a barbecue. Hallelujah. I had it all figured out, don't we all? Don't we all think we know how it ought to work? Man, it was the Best laid play. It was all coming together just like I saw it. And I remember walking into the pastor's office, and he had his head down like this. I said, here I am, pastor. Let's talk about it. He said, I don't know how to tell you this. He said, but the board said no. He said, my wife did too, but I don't want to tell you that either. <laughs> I mean, you talk about at 22 years old, this was so devastating. I started crying in his office. I cried all the way home. I walked in the door to my wife and told her what happened. She started crying. We fell down on the floor in a pile of tears because our best laid plans had drastically changed. I mean this, I mean, guys, here's what I want, want to touch you with tonight. That no matter how dark the circumstance, 
No matter how difficult. At 22 years old, I was convinced my life was over. <laughs> it was so bad. I felt so betrayed. I was so mad at that pastor. I just wanted to just. Uh. I mean, how could you go back on your word? How could you change all of this? I was, I, I was so mad at God. I thought, God, we had a plan. We had a deal. I love this scripture here. My next one there. Let's put that up. Proverbs 16, 9. Do we have that, my friend? The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Woo, glory to God. But the Lord directs his steps. You see, God's plan wasn't for me to live that life in Alabama. One year later, I was on my way to Southern California, to a new land, to, to God's plan for my life. But in the midnight hour, in the moment of pain, in the moment of betrayal and a sense of abandonment and, and disappointment of the utmost level. And I know it's hard at 22 years old, but it seemed like the end of the world. But the twists and turns of the path of destiny. Hallelujah. God had something else in mind and that was for me to go to Southern California, where I'm glad to say I've been for almost 40 years. Preaching and teaching and all, all that God had in mind was not what I had in mind. I'll say it again, Proverbs 16, 9. Man plans his way, but God directs his steps. And just like Joseph, listen to me now. God uses the negativity of people, even the sin of people. He can use to keep you in the direction he wants you to go. Don't despair. Don't give up. God's plan will prevail. This is Proverbs 19.21. Let's look at this one here. Many are the plans in a, per in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know tonight, wherever you are, whatever your circumstances look like, whatever disappointment you might be facing, whatever level of calamity and difficulty, and it's in those moments that we feel so abandoned and like somehow, God, if you were there, this wouldn't be happening. But I want to tell you this, no matter what it is, God's purpose will prevail for you if you'll believe. If you'll hold on, just like our sister sharing that scripture tonight in Romans 8, nothing can separate you from the love of God. The winding path of destiny, the curves that come, sometimes feels like we're going backwards. Hallelujah. 
I want to quickly tell you this. What do we do when we hit this curve? Woo, glory to God. And all our entire life seems thrown off kilter. And all of a sudden, drastically, things change for us. The first thing I told you was this, that God's purpose shall and will prevail. It's never changing. I want you to know tonight, God doesn't change his mind. Hallelujah. God doesn't change his mind. My early pastor might have changed his mind, but God's not going to do it. Hallelujah. He said, I swore in Hebrews chapter 6, 17, I swore by an oath for my purpose for you. Glory to God. God's plan is at work in the most difficult curves and turns of the path of our destiny. Secondly tonight, Proverbs 3, 5. And this may be the most important point I'm going to make to you tonight. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Hallelujah. With all your heart. And here's the most important point here. And lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. What does it mean to trust in the Lord with all your heart? One of them is don't lean on your own understanding. In other words, let me bring it down into plain English. You can't figure it out. You can't figure out what's going on. You can't see it, but God can. Don't try to figure it out. Why did someone let you down or fire you or or accuse you just like, go read about Joseph, all that he went through. The Bible says, but God was with him. Hallelujah. God is with you tonight. Don't try it. Don't lean on your own understanding. Trust him with all your heart. Don't try to figure it out. I, I, man, I gave up on that a long time ago. I'm just walking on this path, and God, I'm with you. And no matter the twist and turns, and no matter who lets me down, no matter who what, I'm standing on that path. Glory to God. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. In other words, trust him. Trust in all your ways. And he says, I will. I will. I will. It's a promise. I will direct your path. I'm going to walk you out of it. Glory to God. I'm going to walk you out of it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Another point tonight, and I'm closing here. In the economy of God, people affect our lives. God uses people. God works with the good and the bad that people do. The dumb things they do to us. You name it. God works with it. It's so important that we forgive. That we forgive. We forgive. No man, no woman, no woman can stand in the way of God's plan for your life. His purpose will prevail. It's important that we forgive and that we release. Hallelujah. And finally tonight, Genesis 41, 41. This is the last scripture in the story of Joseph. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Here's what I want to 
close with. And where's my, can you put my twisty road back up on the beautiful screen tonight? That image, can you put my twisty road image back on? I'm leaving you with this tonight. Listen to me. All of you that are in a vicious curve of life, a change, listen to me now. On the other side, it's a promise. A better place waits for you. A better place waits for you. Now, I'm tingling with the Holy Ghost. A better place waits for you. Hallelujah. A better place. Praise God. I'm praying for you, right? Lord, I'm praying for everyone now facing a turn here in our highway to heaven hallelujah the highway for everyone in a difficult curve in a challenging turn with their life right now lord i'm asking right now that they reach the faith that they know you're with them that your plan is at work and it's going to prevail And I'm praying, Lord, I'm asking right now that hope would spring up. Encouragement would spring up. That no man, no person, nothing can separate us from the love of God and the plan that you have for our life. Because something better is on the other side. Amen and amen. Love you guys so much. Bless you. And we'll see you soon.